know the old sugar dance. They be tricking their tattoo girl. I said you can have whatever you like. I said you can have whatever you like. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Another very special edition of Elite Save America. Are we still called that? I don't even know anymore. Oh, we're not. That's right. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for for joining. I am joined, as always, by the real Tom, my real co-host this week. Tom, how are you? I'm doing well. Glad to be back Um, after my four or five week hiatus, whatever it was. Well, and we figured you'd be a little rusty. Not kind of might have forgotten how to do this. So we brought in some backup this week, all the way from California. Mr. TJ Madsen is with us. TJ, welcome to the pod. Super happy to be here, guys. That is a really good podcast voice. <laughs> I'm trying my best. I you know, I, I once did radio actually. I've heard a lot about that. Yeah, I, I, I think I might have even listened to that at one point. <laughs> I even listened to that at one point. So, <laughs> And you were making fun of Chad last week for listening to this podcast. <laughs> hey, that's, see, the difference is, well, there's no difference. It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, first of all, TJ, we'll get to you and all that you got going on in a second. And there's quite a bit. Um, Baker we're in the middle of a pandemic where we can't leave our house yet. You seem to be the busiest man in America. What do we, uh, what's, uh, what have you been up to for the past month? Yeah. Well, I mean, just, just to squash all the rumors that mainly Tom ran is starting that it's because I didn't want to talk fancy football. Uh, I've actually been super busy. I've basically been bouncing two jobs over the last month. Um, you know, unlike a lot of you, I unfortunately pre-pandemic volunteered to train a new hire class uh, in. And so I have basically been back at work, normal hours um, doing that because we cannot tr- apparently train people remotely. You know, it's, it's a challenge. So pretty much I'd, work had been kicking my ass with balancing that and, you know, planning a couple of my exams for work um i have been doing a little traveling i went back to wisconsin for about a week and a half because it was my dad's 60th birthday so we kind of all quarantined ahead of time and um you know surprised him with that so we did a pandemic version of a celebratory surprise birthday for him um and i've also been preparing myself for interviews for a few different jobs so so yes outside of fantasy football my life was very hectic despite the pandemic um i did enough to set my rosters each week which put out decent points but unfortunately that and watching a little bit of football was about all i could could really fit into my schedule over the last few weeks so but i'm happy to be back now so you need to align your decisions better. You you volunteered for a whole bunch of extra work at your current job as you're interviewing to leave your job. That sounds like uh, poor planning. Well, I'm not interviewing to leave my job. Oh, uh, okay. Interviewing to advance within the agency. Uh, okay, gotcha. Well, that's good. Then then it sounds like you did <laughs> it wrong. It's really. Smart. I volunteered. Yeah. <laughs> I volunteered for this role basically to set myself up for what I'm oh, gotcha. trying to get. So, well, congrats then. That that'll be good. 
Well, I, sh- I should have known you were too busy to like really care about fantasy football because I threw out on Slack what I was sure was sure would create a absolute total freak out on your part and just got nothing in response. And it was the most oh, disappointing thing ever. Which was that? I'd... It was when I like just posted that I let Moran change his lineup after he had already played. <laughs> Oh, and I was yeah. when I just said interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I was I wanted I wanted a text message, I wanted calls, I wanted, you know, and I just got interesting and I was so disappointed. Yeah. I think I think it might have got interesting had I actually had the time and to put in that effort. I'll be honest. And just to clar- just to clarify for everyone, it was kickoff on Thursday night at like literally the moment the ball was kicked off. Moran texted me and was like, Oh shit. I didn't. I didn't put Aaron Jones in my lineup. I would like to put him in, and I said, when well, the game literally had started one minute in, and I was like, "Hey, if you or like two minutes in, and technically Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Jones had already touched the ball, so I'm like, if you talk to Keeler, who you're playing, given the situation, if he's okay with it, you can make a swap." And Keeler was like, "Yeah, sure, that's fine." So that was so the what real you're saying is my fault. Last year was. Not talking to the person I was playing. No, your fault was waiting until like after the game. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was sitting in a car that whole time, but well, we could re- we don't need point. to we don't need to rehash this. But I was so sure it was going to set you off. And yeah. Well, I, I was I, really I disappointed. It's interesting that you seem to to stretch the rules at times, but but only, I think we have more important things to discuss. Only for Jackie, but. Anyway, yes, we do have more important things to discuss because similarly, it may be a pandemic where we can't leave our homes, but it seems that uh, out in California, TJ, you've been pretty busy. A lot going on. Um, what's what's new? Uh, yeah, I have had a lot going on. I had uh, quite an October where I got married I bought a house and got a new puppy all really quickly. So, uh, yeah, we, we had a quarantine pandemic style marriage. Uh, well, I mean, it was, we're, we're still planning to have our wedding next year or, um, on the date that we had originally postponed it to, but on our original wedding date, we decided to just elope and make it official. And so we did, uh, uh, a, sh- a small ceremony outside of San Francisco, just the two of us and a photographer and an officiant and uh, outdoors and did a little official ceremony and got married. And then a few weeks later, we moved into this new house that we bought, which is out in the, uh, you know, rural California, where in Trump country, California, and the lower foothills of the Sierras on the way to Tahoe. So we've got a nice little plot of land and a nice little house here, which actually we have tons of deer that walk through our yard here. And I expected part of Baker's answer for why he's been gone to be that he's been deer hunting or something. So I was going to make a connection there. But if you guys want to come kill some deer, whatever you do when you go hunting, uh, uh, I've got deer to kill. Um, And then, yeah, I got a new puppy. So I've been busy. I mean, that's like a year's worth of junk yeah. in a matter of a couple of weeks. That's rather impressive. 
Yeah, it was, uh, to be honest, it was not like, uh, well, and, and to be on, uh, on top of that, when we moved into our new house, um, the first 48 hours after moving in, there was a power outage. And so um, that was not helpful. And we have an electric car, which having an electric car in a power outage is not a lot of fun. Hmm. And during that power outage with our electric car was when we got the new puppy. And so um, that was all complicated. And during that same 48 hours, our other dog had to go to the ER because she was shitting blood. So it was real fun. Is she okay? Yeah, yeah, she's fine. (laughs) The vet honestly is like, I think she was just stressed from the move. (laughs) But no, we... (laughs) Bed there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, at least at least she didn't eat a bunch of drywall, you know. At least she didn't eat a floor, or a floor. Uh, yeah. No, no, she 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 uh, got healthy after a few days, but um, they don't think anything was seriously wrong. Well, that's good, and congratulations to the two of you. That's very excited, mm-hmm. very exciting. Um, so, well, that's a lot of a lot of info, and we haven't even started talking some uh, some fantasy football yet here. Um, so I guess, do you want to do that? Yeah, let's go for it. All right. So let's, let's, let's talk a little bit about last week because, um, it was kind of a big week. Um, a lot of really important matchups for playoff seating, uh, are coming into, uh, uh, where we're being settled last week. Um, so a quick round robin of the of the league, and then as we go, I get your thoughts on the matchups, and then I want to just play a little game with you guys since you're both so um, fantasy astute. Um, let's try to get your thoughts on how the last what three weeks of the regular season are going to play out, and see if we can set some uh, playoff seedings for everyone based on where they sit right now. So mm-hmm. we'll start it off. Um, in a what some might say surprisingly close matchup, though Moran last week did uh, predict that it would be, um, he actually picked the upset. Nonetheless, the shield, yours truly, moves to eight and two, while the swamp creatures in Patrick fall to two and eight. And so at this point, probably safe to say that the shield have that playoff spot locked up. They're in, they're safe. Um, and now we look to. Uh, I guess the first question I would have if I set the over under at seed for for the shield at one point five, uh, over or under that for final standings. Mm. Oh, that's such a like reluctant answer, but I think I'll give an over actually. Oh, or, or sorry, under. So you'll get you'll you'll get the top seed. I think. I think that's a great answer. Baker, yeah, what do you think? I'm going to take the over. I think, you know, Jordan's only one game behind you in the standings. Um, he's been much more consistent as a high scorer. So I think you drop one more game than he does over the last three weeks and he gets you on the points. I'll let it slide. And then poor Patrick sitting at uh, at two and eight. Um, we'll put that for him at 11. What are we at? What are we thinking? Uh, 
I mean, I again over. I I think Patrick's team has just been the worst all year. <laughs> uh, I don't really see that changing. I mean, I I guess you've got both both Jake and and Keeler sitting at three and seven, but I don't know. I have a hard time imagining Patrick winning two more games. So trying to look at his schedule. Oh yeah, he's got a couple tough games coming up. He's playing Ashley this week, and then oh, he's got Keeler, so he could maybe maybe pull something together there. But uh, at eleven. What what is a push? A push would be he finishes in eleven. Yeah, I, I'll say over. Yeah. All right, moving on to we just mentioned him or Baker. You just did the Kraken core and uh, Jordan somehow ekes out a point four point victory over Gotta Feeling, which I swear must have been a stat correction. Because I, I was hoping I, for it. Um, I really, really thought that I when I looked on like later Monday that uh, that goon clipped him because I so I guess not. Um, no, Joran moves to Thielen would have just caught like one of the three balls he dropped. It it would have been fine. So goon really has his namesake to blame there. But don't even get me started on that game. I somehow on. Um, um, my sports betting site added an extra zero to my what was supposed to be a ten dollar bet on the Bears to cover, um, and I haven't even told Jackie about that one. So, um, oh, sorry, <laughs> sucks. It just sucks. So I realized about the fourth quarter what was going on, and it was a very very frustrating thirty minutes for sure. Anyway, enough about my, my troubles here. Uh, Joran uh, sets at seven and three. I think we know where you're, you're leaning, Baker. So we'll set the line at two. Um, Baker, I think you've already kind of committed that you think it's, he's going at yeah, the one I'm, seed. But, uh, yeah, I'm, um, I can't go against that. So The question becomes to you, uh, TJ, does, uh, does someone catch Joran and drop him below the two seed, or does he got that locked up? Well, I was just looking here. He actually plays Jackie twice in the next three weeks. Uh, so that's really his, like, biggest uh, hurdle. And you, I think, actually have a tougher schedule coming out. So now I'm almost, like, going against my previous uh, statement. No take-backs, no take-backs. I don't know. Joran at two. I feel like the smarter bet would actually be to do an under there. But TJ's that, that gonna really it flies in the face of my own previous bet. Well, I mean, you're, a little bit, you're yeah, yeah. I mean, base, there's no vague. You're not playing Vegas, yeah. so you're not losing yeah. that along the way. Yeah. So you're fine. Um, and we'll set uh, for Goon here, who falls to four and six, uh, the defending champion, struggling to try to get into the playoffs. We're going to put him at the over under of a seven, seven seed. TJ, what do you think? Goon, I'm going to go over on that. Yeah, I agree. Baker, what say you? I agree. There's just way too many teams sitting at five or five, five and five or better that I don't see more than two of them dropping below Goon. So, oh, fortunately, I think the easier schedule is not be in the playoffs this year. Yeah. Well, we didn't send them the trophy last year, so at least we don't have to worry about not sending it to them again. I suppose. Uh, do you still have it, by the way? I do still have it, yeah. 
Uh, um, it was a pandemic. Right. What was that? <laughs> we'll let it slide. Yeah. Um, in the third matchup of the week, uh, two uh, two playoff contenders fighting it out for important playoff positions. Unfortunately for Jack of all trades, her team just did not show up. A poor week from Jackie. So even though it was a moderate at best week from Kyle, he gets the victory, moves to six and four, putting Kyle in a pretty solid spot for the playoffs. So we're going to set his seed at, uh, let's go 5.5. Baker, what say you? We'll make you go first. Uh, I think I'm going to take the under, I think. I mean, Kyler Murray's been playing out of his mind. Um, he's so good. I know he's got a – I think he's got Seattle and San Francisco here over the next couple of weeks, which are two defenses he probably can shred. Uh, so, I think I think Kyle's probably going to get that five seed, maybe even the four. So, I'll say the under. I think Kyle's got three relatively tough matchups coming in the next three weeks. I think if he makes it in, he's going to end up in the sixth spot. I'm going to take the over. That is some world-class analysis right there. That's why we invite you on. Uh, Jackie at 5-5. Five and five, um, A team that is somehow 5-5, five and five given the injuries and the, the makeshift lineup that she's put together throughout the course of the year. But it's still a real tough road for her, and scoring 60 points in a week is not going to help get it done, especially when it comes to tiebreakers at the end of the season here. So let's do that. Uh, 6.5 for her. Is she in the playoffs or not? Uh, TJ, let's start with you. Uh, she's not in the playoffs. She's she's facing Joran twice in the next three weeks. She hasn't been showing up. I think she's going to be over. Baker, what say you? Yeah, I have to agree with TJ's expert analysis there. Two <laughs> matchups against the top scorer in the next three weeks is going to be Kind of tough, especially when you're already sitting at the outside looking in at this point. So, well, someone else who's on the outside looking in at five and five, who suffered a uh, a close but disappointing loss this past week, is someone called Kelsey. You later, who was defeated by it's a miracle uh, last week. Ashley moves to it- six and four, while uh, TJ falls down to that five and five mark. So. Similarly, in a match where Jimmy Graham, for the first week all season, got zero points, which is some grade-A bullshit. <laughs> but anyway. I mean, I think you need to keep in mind, it's Jimmy Graham. I remember back yeah, in, like, like, I remember back in, like, 2009 in this league when I picked him in the first round. And I, that was uh, – never mind, I'm not going to critique you for that. Good play. Um, no, I, he's my backup, but I, I was really happy with Jacoby Myers' like uh, uh, passing touchdown, though. That's that always was, nice. That was nice. Yeah. The Josh Allen uh, reception touchdown in my other league was a pleasant surprise as well, so I'll take that. But as we look at the team, uh, Baker, let's break uh, down TJ first. Five and five, similar to Jackie. Let's set him at uh, six point five. Um, is he in the playoffs or not? <sighs> This one's, this one's a tougher one because I feel like it hasn't really been mentioned despite all the data points that have been brought out. But TJ is, I believe, the third highest scoring team, like fifth in 
in um, win share or all play all wins, whatever you want to call it. So, I mean, he's definitely got a lot of indicators for a playoff team, but I will say though, that's not exactly fair though, Baker, because I believe um, John Barron uh, last week called into the pod to actually basically articulate that, that he wasn't getting the credit that he needed. So, um... well, you know, I really, given the quality of the pod last week, you know, in my absence, I couldn't hear a single word that John Barron had said. Um, so I apologize to him for bringing up similar points, but um, <laughs> with that said, I think that I'm going to take the over because unfortunately I have a little skin in the game and maybe a slight edge uh, on that playoff spot. Um, also sitting at five and five. So I think TJ is going to be just barely on the outside looking in. TJ, what say you? You know, Baker, there is plenty of room for both of us in these playoffs. And uh, I I really think that uh, I have a, a good shot here. So I'm going to take the under and uh, I'm going to count myself in that sixth spot. Then we move on to Ashley, who is just on an absolute tear right now. Uh, Devonta Adams questionable for this upcoming week, which could hurt her going forward. But at six and four, scoring a ton of points, I think she's in the playoffs. The question is, is what seed? So we'll set it at uh, three point five. Uh, TJ, over or under? Under. I think she'll end up in three. Yeah, I, I agree. I think she's the three seed. Um, she yeah. managed to put up the most points. I think her second most points this week, despite both Cook and Adams not really doing a whole heck of a lot. Um, so I think her team's pretty scary at this point. Yeah. I think after those top three, it comes down to Kyle, the Toms, myself and Jackie fighting it out, but I don't think anyone's going to challenge her for the three spot. Yeah. Well, one person who might want to challenge her for the three spot is also sitting at six and four. Um, actually, no, we're going to come, we're going to come back to that matchup because it doesn't feel right to end our conversation on crusty baguettes and last man standing and that shithole of a game. So let's just do that one first. They both suck. Um, it's just not good. Um, Mr. Krusty put up a good score though. Yeah. Cause he had that Josh Allen reception touchdown and a Ronald Jones, 99 yard touchdown run. And, a and Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins, Hail Mary. <laughs> so he literally needs three of the most improbable yeah. events ever to happen words, for him to the score. Stars, the stars were aligned for one week, and he scored points. Oh, well, good for the crusty bagel guy. That's awesome. I'm happy for him. Um, and pulling the goalie, as we learned this past week, too. So best of luck to, to them. So that's exciting. Um, I think the French people would take offense to your association with a baguette and a bagel. Those are very different breads. Is it though? <laughs> we'll have to get Keeler on All the right. pod uh, to explain. <laughs> he can just he can call in and leave a voicemail in French. <laughs> um so yeah, so they're both three and seven. Keeler got the win this week. Um they're obviously gonna be in the 10, 11, 12 range with uh, with Patrick. So I guess um, which of them is going to be – which is it with those two is going to finish higher than the other two? You know, I'll I'll reward Keeler for his 119 points and say he finishes higher than Jake. That's fair. TJ, what say you? 
So we're the the, the line is what like ten point five then? Yeah, let's yeah. do that for both of them. Ooh. Yeah, I'll give it to I'll give it to Keeler. And then in the the matchup of the week, um, a bitter bitter rivalry, the Battle of the Toms, playoff spot on the or playoffs. Baker, I should say, fighting for his playoff life. Tom in position to challenge for that three seed or even a bye. Baker gets the big big victory. Um, had to feel good, right, Tom? Uh yeah, it did. I mean, after about four or five straight weeks of scoring pretty solid points and a decent amount of playoff wins. It felt good to actually get a W in the, you know, true win column. So, um, I mean, it felt good. I got a little anxious towards the end of Monday night football when Jefferson seemed to be the only person doing much of anything for the Vikings offense that, you know, he somehow is going to get like a 60 yard TD in garbage time or something um, to screw me over once again. But happy to pull one out finally. It felt like it had been forever. Well, it had been forever. Um, sorry. <laughs> the, the question I have for you, though, is are you ever going to play Marquez Valdez Scantling on the right? Fuck. I, sorry. Um, God, there's nothing more infuriating than that. (laughs) Honestly, and, like, this week, I mean, I know we don't want to, like, always go into our, like, personal thoughts on matchups and stuff, but after last week, I was like, you know what? I'm going to play him this week. Um, I had Julio on by, but then I saw the weather report for Sunday, and it was super windy and rainy, and I was like, well, Packers probably aren't going to go deep, so... That's pretty well, much an eighty yard touchdown pass. pass. And then he gets how in- deep really is that? Yeah, I know, right? So um <laughs> yeah, maybe the problem is my receiving core, if Michael Thomas ever does anything, like is pretty solid. So I even with two flex spots, I really don't have room for him once my guys are all off by. But we'll see. Maybe I'll play him right one time this year, just just out of pure luck or something. Well, let's uh Let's then let, well, let's start with uh, the mood elevator here. Currently sits at six and four after the loss. I'll set the uh, the over under at four point five. So I guess is any are any of the five and five folks going to jump in before the the season ends? Is I guess the the question. TJ, you go first. Man, I at, at four point five, I think. I'll give it to Tom. I think he'll he'll get the under. Yeah. He he's he's facing what like Kyle is probably his toughest match here, it looks like. Uh I mean, other than the fact that he's gonna lose this week to me. But then I think he'll win out. And so I see him landing at four. Baker, what say you? Yeah, I mean I tend to tend to agree. I think it's gonna be tough with that schedule for him to get passed by one of the five and five teams. And, you know, I think if he wins that head to head with Kyle, that pretty much is probably the other thing he needs to secure it. So. Well, looking at, well, looking at the five and five teams um, so far for them, we have set the over under at 6.5. 
So as it relates to our next five and five team here with Kanye, um, uh, 6.5 is the line. Um, Baker, we'll give you a chance to say under before TJ talks. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say under. Obviously, I, I felt like I would best TJ. I agree with him that I hope there's room, and I would love to see both of us in the playoffs because I think a oh, lot of you. the measures show that we are deserving. Um, but <laughs> I just am not super confident that we both can pull it out. So the line is 6.5? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Baker will end up in the playoffs. His toughest match is me uh, at uh, week 12. And so I think either way, if he wins that, he's going to be looking real good. If he, Even if he loses that, I think he'll, he can still make it in. Um, and it'll depend on how I do against Tom this week to see if I have a chance also. But I think Baker will make it. Awesome. Well, that wraps it up, at least for the review. Obviously, it was a big week. Um, before we go into round robin quick picks for next week, um, I think the the or for next weekend, the pod um, next week is going to be a uh, a trade deadline preview pod, and so tune in that, and we'll break down buyers and sellers and get an idea of kind of what everyone is uh, uh, can think to do or maybe should do leading into the deadline to either get ready for a a run at the trophy or. Um, position for next year at our uh our 10-year anniversary destination draft in uh lake tahoe which will be a lot of fun so um i just thought i'd plant that seed as well subtly in there that was a hint to you tj yeah um, let's do it so yeah let's plan it huh? it's, a, it's a lot easier to plan this year that's that's fair. well maybe uh, not actually well who knows actually <laughs> yeah at that point yeah um all right well let's round robin quick picks here um, we'll go through the league. Who do you think is going to win? Um, and then we'll, uh, we'll see who's right. So the first matchup um, should be a pretty solid matchup this week. The Shield has a lot of buy issues to overcome, but the Shield takes on the Flying Kites, uh, two potential playoff teams, playing likely potentially for seeding. Who do we got, Baker? Uh, I think I'm going to give this one to... Kyle, like I said, Murray's playing Seattle this week. Tomorrow night, I believe. I think he puts you in a pretty tough hole right at the beginning, and you don't have enough with your buys to come back from it. TJ, what say you? Oh, man. Baker makes a compelling argument. Um, <laughs> looking at your lineup here, yeah. I mean, I think – Oh, man, I hate to give it to Kyle because I feel like he's really my th- my my challenger to make it into the playoffs. I need Kyle to just tank from here on out. So I want to give it to you. Uh, I'll I'll go with you, Logan. I want to will sir. will my future or will myself. That's into what the you got to do. Yeah, yeah, don't 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 bet against yourself. Yeah. Um, someone who is absolutely playing for her playoff lives in I guess one of two matchups against Jorinier, uh, Jack Yaval <laughs> trades at five and five takes on Joran, who's still gunning for that one seed. Um, do we get a do we get a surprise victory for Jackie here, or is Joran just too too much here? So let's uh, let's start with you, TJ. I'm gonna go with Joran here. Uh, it, it's not not complicated, I don't think. <laughs> Baker, what do you got? 
Yeah, I'm going to go Jordan this round. Uh, it doesn't look like Jackie's going to have McCaffrey back, at least for this matchup with Jordan. So I just don't know that Davis will be enough to help her get that big win. Fair enough. Moving on to It's a Miracle, who's been on quite the run, taking on the uh, quite abysmal Swamp Creatures. Um who uh, who do we got there, Baker? Uh, I think Ashley by by at least thirty. <laughs> you jerk! <laughs> I have to talk shit about, oh, about talking about Packers games. All right, so oh, oh we forgot our Packer playoff yeah. victory segment. Uh, we'll do that. I, I told him you I guys can do it after it, I drop. So gonna make sure. Well, I guess TJ, TJ, do you have a a Packer playoff victory that you'd like to share? No, I said you guys can do this segment after I drop off here, and then you can talk as long as you want for as whatever you want to talk about Packers. I'll be absent. No, I, 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 I wouldn't want. We wouldn't want you to miss out on the fun. So I guess <laughs> we'll just find another time there. Um, TJ, I'm guessing Ashley. Are you gonna stay by thirty, or are you gonna be respectful? Uh, let's see. Can I'll I'll give I'll, I'll say half that. I'll say Ashley by fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Uh. We got. I got a feeling who's clinging to his playoff lives probably needs to win out. Realistically, got a good chance to do that this weekend against the Krusty Bagels. Um. TJ, <laughs> it does uh uh Goon get win one of three that he needs this week, or does uh, Keeler end uh, his season? Oh no, Goon's got to win this week. He's Keeler's got quite a few buys here. It looks like <laughs> a lot of injured players. He's got uh some slim pickings on his roster. So I Is think he's like even setting a lot up. I don't know. Oh, oh, that's rough. Yeah, all right. Uh, Baker, what do you got? Yeah, I think Goon gets one to make things even more tense in the playoff picture. Then we go to uh, Baker. We'll go to your matchup next. You should be uh, coming as a pretty strong favorite. I got to say, this week on paper, not a lot of good matchups. Um, but uh, you never know, right? That's the the beauty of it all. But, uh, Baker, you take on a struggling last man standing who I might notice – ever since he changed his team name to that has really, well, he's just sucked at fantasy football since that's been his team name. And listen, I'm not going to pass judgment or say there's any relation, but you know, just something to consider. Uh, what do you say, Baker? Uh, you got this one? Yeah. I'm not going to be as overly confident as Ashley's matchup, but I think I'm going to pull one step closer to a playoff spot this week. TJ, what about you? Hmm. Oh man, I really, I, yeah, I don't think Jake has much of a chance here. He'd need some amazing weeks from very average performers. So I think I'll give it to Baker. And then in our game of the week, which is pretty much a game of the week by default, given the other matchups that are there, um, TJ on the brink of the playoffs, getting a win here would go a really long way as you take on Tom Moran and the mood elevator um, should be a close matchup. Once everyone's lineups get set Baker, I'll start with you. Does TJ get the win to put himself playoff bound 
or does Moran um, really put TJ in danger here? Uh, this one's really tough. And I, I mean, I think it's probably for sure the closest matchup of the week. Um, I think TJ is going to pull it out because I think Kelsey is going to have a bigger game than Hill. That's my prediction. TJ, how confident are you? I, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, Ben's facing Jacksonville. Uh, the, the Kansas City is going to have a little bit of a tough time with the uh, Raiders, but I th- and, and a lot of my players just can be so hot and cold. Like Derrick Henry hasn't really showed up this year like he used to. Uh, but if Swift can have a game like he did last time or at least something moderate and the rest of them show up a little bit, I think I'll pull this out. All right. Well, there you have it. The picks are in. The predictions down the stretch are finalized. We will uh, we'll go back and uh, obviously take a look to see how everyone did next time. Um, as we wrap, though, um, as always, everyone gets a chance for their parting words. Um, Baker, let's start with you. What message do you got for everyone? Um, how awesome was it to have Badger football back last Saturday? Like, we can't go through an all-Badger alum week without mentioning that. Um, stomping Michigan by 30-plus points in the big house. It's pretty awesome. I'm fully expecting Wisconsin to actually run the table this year, actually beat Ohio State, get to like a national college football playoff semifinal game, and then none of us being able to go. And it's going to yeah. really, really suck. Uh, That's going to be the worst part of all of it after all of this. Um, so, how oh, did I cut out? What's that? Um, are they going to still do the whole BCS thing as oh, normal, even that? though there's like huge differences in the number of games people have played? <laughs> yes. They, they, I think they put some rules in the place that you have to play X number of games and, and all of this. But yeah, they're still planning on having a final four or whatever and then the bowl games so i really haven't they're just going to project out as best they can but if if wisconsin gets one more if wisconsin loses one if wisconsin misses mm-hmm. one more game for whatever reason they're not eligible so that sucks so um well, uh, TJ, well i don't know i haven't been thoughts. able to watch What's a lot of mind? football this season just because i've been in the midst of moving and a lot of other shit setting up this house but uh, i did I, I do like that the badgers were able to come back and <laughs> everyone was like getting ready for the uh the third string quarterback to play and then they were just like oh actually we'll just wait till everyone's healthy again so that was nice um that we didn't have to lose with a uh backup but no my general thoughts right now are just that i hope that this fucking election finally clears up soon and we can move on um so i'm just going to do a little bit of uh mention of the politics channel slack channel here on the pod i uh i appreciate that i i enjoy that um my parting thoughts are similar i posted it out there earlier today but i don't think people appreciate it just how amazingly awesome it is that Steve Kornacki was named to the sexiest men alive list. There is, there is nothing that like makes me happier than that. Truly. Also 
I don't know if you guys read the article or anything, but the fact that once he said that he buys his khakis at Gap, Gap khaki sales went through the roof, which is yeah. kind of ridiculously stupid. Actually, I my, love it. My and real he's so thing good at is, what he does. holy so, shit, you know, um, Minnesota needs to, all y'all in Minnesota need to really hunker down here. It looks like COVID's going to hit you hard soon. So wishing you guys all the best. That's my real parting, parting uh, thoughts. Well, that's very kind. Thankfully, I think the, I think uh, Walls read our Slack channel and made some announcements today, basically shutting a lot of stuff down. So I don't know if it'll be enough. It won't. Um, And, but we will, uh, we will see. So um, I appreciate the sentiment, TJ. You stay safe as well. Um, And then on that note, I think uh, Baker, you wanted to play us out tonight, huh? Yep. Let's do it. Have a good weekend, everybody. Yeah, I don't want your body, I need your body.